effervescent light assaults my eyes. Come on, you've got to get up. We're running out of time, the stranger urges. I gaze at the halo hovering over his head. Have I died? Is this heaven? Is he an angel? Worry surrounds his features as he edges away. With the light no longer directly behind him, the effect is gone. The halo disappears. He waves his hands, imploring me to get up, to follow him. If I'm fully awake, it sure doesn't feel like it. Somehow I'm caught between a dreaming and waking state. Stuck. Everything seems blurred behind a sheet of plastic. Every action and voice sheathed, muffled, muted. There's a humming in my ears like gallons of water are pressed against my eardrums. Just over it, I hear a voice. Half asleep, I try to make out the rhythmic chant. I get it, the guy shouts again, breaking into my concentration. You're a lucidite. Now be quiet and get over here. Now. He's yelling at me. I'm the one chanting. He points at a raised table, eyes urgent. It looks like something from a doctor's office. Slowly, as if swimming up one layer through the haze engulfing me, I recognize myself lying on a metal floor. That's what I'd felt last before awakening. The metal grate. I push up to a standing position, and slowly my current reality sinks in. I've done it. I'm finally safe. Oh my God. I exhale. A quiet victory. I'm here. Not quite, the guy argues, looking worried, irritated. His eyes flick to a screen in the corner. You have about ten seconds to get your ass on this table and lie down. But I'm at the Institute, right? I ask, confusion swimming in my head. His eyes bulge. Now, he demands, pointing at the table. I usually don't follow orders, but the severity in his expression can't be ignored. I float to the exam table, hop onto it, and lie down. Around the outline of my body snakes a thin rope of blue lights. Above me, a series of lasers scan, making the roaring sound I've been hearing. I don't feel anything for a second or two. Then I do. It's the vilest sensation ever. Moments prior, I'd been light and airy. I could float and transcend all of space and time. With a sudden jerk, a trillion cells gain mass at once. In a flash, I become vulnerable and raw. The scorching begins at my core and travels until it meets my skin, until my entire being is encased in fire. Just when I think I can't take another second of this torture, the pain turns freezing cold, shooting every single pore on my skin into a sharp goose pimple. The blood that had just begun to circulate pulses deeper, steadier. I'm hyper-aware of my heart. When it contracts, I hold my breath, thinking it has died. And then the beat comes, and I breathe again, wondering if this is my last. Dozens of times this happens, until the burning spreads into the rest of my organs, even my brain. I cough and seize my chest from the sudden onslaught of convulsions, confusion rakes my mind. The pain in my chest intensifies, a bomb ready to explode. It will surely split open on the next convulsion and I'll die. End of story. 
I double over in pain and confusion, falling to my hands and knees on the floor. I cough, believing each one will end me. A hand claps me on my back, firm but not hard, and then again. On the third time, water spurts out from a deep place in my lungs. Forever I hack up tiny bits of liquid. Forever I kneel hunched over on all fours on a stainless steel floor. Forever I feel the presence beside me, encouraging, gently rubbing my back. When the final heave passes, I curl up in the tiniest ball, cradling my tortured body with its own limbs. His arms steady me. They rest on my shoulders, warm on my shivering skin, before pulling me from the cold ground and to a seated position. I sit back, resting tired arms on my knees, exhausted.